Is it true that the rich in the UK won't emigrate for reasons of taxation? So in this video, I'm going to talk about an article I read about a month ago and why the journalism is incredibly sloppy. And before doing that, go over to adamfire.com, especially if you're an expat or a high net wealth individual and see how I can help you. Now, during my uh, 13 years now overseas, I have helped many clients do things like invest overseas, but also things like second residencies and passports as well. And I read an article on The Guardian, which was sloppy in many ways. So basically, I will put the article in the comments section, but it said that uh, millionaires and high earners in the UK would not leave the UK to go to so-called culturally barren tax havens. And on the article, one of the people cited, a lawyer said one of his clients went to the Bahamas and it was great for a few weeks because there was sunshine and beaches and so on. But then there was no theatres and, and things like that, or certainly not as many as London, and then they wanted to come back. This was incredibly sloppy for numerous ways or in numerous different angles. First of all, of course, by definition, if you ask people who have not already lived, left the UK, uh, you know, you're going to get people who are more positive and more conservative than those who already have left. In other words, let's imagine I went to the streets in Monaco or the UAE or Cayman Islands or any other low-tax jurisdiction. I asked people, British people, did you leave the UK for tax reasons? There's probably going to be at least a third or half or more who are going to say yes, because that's the sample. By definition, of course, if you just ask the people who are still in the UK who are wealthy, would you leave for tax reasons? You're more likely to stumble on people who are even more conservative more culturally embedded in the UK or more likely politically to think higher taxes on them is okay because by definition why wouldn't they have left already after all the non-domiciled rules have become stricter over time uh, after all even in the last 10 years taxes on everyone including higher earners has gone up so if they haven't already left they're going to have to be pushed harder right because they're already that sample who have not left secondly they only asked 35 people, which is an incredibly um, small sample, to put it mildly. And thirdly, in addition to that, uh, they're asking people who obviously don't have a high degree of sophistication on second residencies and passports. And that's the reason they think so-called tax havens are culturally barren. For a lot of these people, they seem to think, oh, if you want to leave the UK and, you know, pay hardly any taxes, you have to, I don't know, live in Monaco or, or Cayman or Bahamas or something like that. And obviously those are options. And I'm sure there are many people watching this who have been to those places who would dispute that those places are culturally barren. But the point is, uh, with good planning, you can live in many places with very little tax. In the same way that many non-British people traditionally lived in the UK and so-called culturally vibrant London for hardly any taxes because of the non-domicile rules, if British people move overseas, they can often take advantage of other countries' schemes. I'll give you an example. Very few people would think Italy is culturally barren. In fact, Italy is one of the most cultured places in the world. But Italy has a flat tax regime where if you are willing to pay 
100,000 euros per year, that's all you will pay. So if you're a high net wealth individual earning a million euros a year, that's 10%. But Italy's not considered a tax haven. Italy's certainly not culturally barren. Likewise, Spain has a scheme called the Beckham scheme, not quite as generous, it's still a percentage scheme, whereby basically you can pay a lower amount of tax. And also there are many countries in Europe where you can be given uh, so many years tax-free. So for example, Portugal, uh, they have the famous non-habitual residence program where for 10 years you can live with very little taxes. It used to be completely tax-free. Now it's changed and indeed you can't do it via property anymore, but you can buy an investment fund. But the point is almost every country in the world has some kind of scheme like this. If you just pick a country you like, say Italy, go to Google and say, okay, Italy, golden visa scheme, Greece, golden visa scheme, Italy, flat tax, Italy, 100,000 euro tax. The point is almost every country in the world, or at least over half, have special schemes that you can apply for where you can pay little tax. Yes, not always as little as maybe the Cayman Islands. Um, and some of them will involve, for example, paying a donation or putting money in a bank account or having to agree to a flat rate of tax. There's also tax exemption. So the point is, the people they asked on this article, clearly they've never spoken to someone who specializes in this. They've never looked at this seriously. They've never considered seriously emigrating for tax reasons, because if they had, they would understand that this view that, oh, you can only live in Cayman or, or, or Monaco and pay very little tax is completely wrong. And for that matter, you know, look at a place like the UAE. I mean, the UAE has probably just as many pop concerts and cultural things going on, like art and whatever, as, as the UK, and certainly more than any place outside of, of London. So it was a very simplistic article with a very small sample, and they're talking to people who, you know, clearly haven't actually thought about these things in any great detail. And the final point I'd make is actions speak louder than words. The Henley Group. Uh, regularly put out a uh, survey every year called Millionaire Migration and it looks at net how many people are leaving a place and how many people are arriving in a place and that cuts through a lot of the nonsense because it just looks at okay of course some people will come in and some people will leave but net what's happening and the UK has lost about 3,000 millionaires in the last 12 months net so more than 3,000 have left because obviously some people have arrived. And that's a much bigger sample than 35 people. And The Guardian have done many other articles speaking about how the Norwegian wealth tax has led to an exodus of rich people in the last year or two in Norway. Very true. So I'm not saying everything they're saying is incorrect. Anyone who says that if you increase taxes on, on the rich or the wealthy, that's going to mean that all the wealthy people are going to leave. It's clearly nonsense. The wealthy are not a monolithic group. Some will stay. Some will even stay if the taxes go above a certain level. But I think the French tax, the 75% tax that Hollande tried to bring in uh, 10 years ago, which failed, and the recent Norwegian tax, where the wealth tax was increased, the ramifications of those policies also show that if you increase taxes beyond a certain rate, more people do leave. And even on the Guardian article itself, they admitted that these 35 people, so these 35 people, this small sample of people who seem more liberal about paying high taxes, 
they admitted that if Jeremy Corbyn had been elected in 2019, they would have considered leaving the UK. And they admitted that if taxes were raised quite considerably from here, they would potentially consider leaving the UK. So even those 35 people who seemed to think that relatively high taxes on them were okay, admitted there were lines to be drawn. So it was a very sloppy article, very simplistic, and anyone who's actually lived the life overseas and has dealt with these things like second residencies and passports will understand that. Anyways, I'm, I'm very, very pleased and positive uh, to say that I believe I've picked the right one. Um, the results um, in the last couple of years have, have, have overreached my expectations by far. Um, and um, I see no reason um, why it should not continue. Of course, I can highly recommend uh, him as your financial advisor for now and for the future. Because hesitating is uh, missing out. Obviously, the best result in market right now is Adam.